Welcome to Empowering Connections, a podcast by Connie Akins, a licensed professional counselor with a private practice to help you heal your personal and professional relationships through counseling advice, tips, and ideas. Empowering Connections will focus on healthy ways to improve these relationships, help you manage your stress, and attain a better sense of self-fulfillment. This interview was facilitated using a digital video conference call. As such, not all audio was perfectly recorded. We apologize for any inconvenience and know that we strive to bring you quality mental health topics, guests, and content through any limitations. Today I have a special guest with me, Christine Woods. Christine is a school counselor. I believe she's been a counselor for over 10 years. Is that correct, Chris? Yes, that is. All right. Um, today we're going to be celebrating and talking about Mental Health Awareness Month. And because we both deal with um, students and adults with anxiety, we're going to focus a lot more attention on how anxiety is manifested and what people can do to manage their anxiety. Chris, is there anything else you'd like to tell the audience about yourself and how you're qualified to talk about handling anxiety? Um, sure. So you mentioned that um, I'm a school counselor. I've actually been doing school counseling for 14 years now. Um, and I would say the thing that makes me probably most qualified to talk about stress and anxiety is that um, I describe myself as a very anxious person. I've done a lot of work on that um, personally. And it, when I tell people that they haven't known me for a long time, they're shocked because they're like, they're like, you seem so calm and, and it, great in a crisis and things. And it's just all about learning those skills and using them. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. So the very first question I have for you is how does stress and anxiety differ? Because there's actually a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think we overuse the word anxiety to tell you the truth. Um, so let's start with what stress is. Stress actually is not a terrible thing. And it's actually important for people in many respects. Um, stress uh, alerts us that you need to do something. You know, we need to get out of a situation that's dangerous, or we need to make a change in our lives. Um, I often will tell people like, so imagine that you are sitting on the most comfortable chair. The temperature in the room is perfect. You are not hungry or full. You've got just the right music on. Are you moving from that chair? No. Change one thing. All of a sudden, song comes on and your playlist and you're like, how did that song get on there? Or the temperature gets really cold. So there's a little bit of stress. You're going to get up and change that. You're going to fix it. So stress actually helps us to evolve. It's when it gets unmanaged, unresolved, um, constant, then it's not good for us. So stress, you know, produces a lot of physiological changes in our bodies. And um, so imagine you're being chased by a tiger. 
So when you face something like that, we either fight, we flee, we freeze. In all of those, like there's a tremendous amount of cortisol and adrenaline that pumps through your body to get you out of that situation. So you climb up a tree, you hide. This tiger, this is a bad example. Evidently, this tiger doesn't know how to climb a tree. So it wanders off, does something else. Ah, you're good. So then your body returns to normal. Your heart rate goes down. Everything's good. But when you live in those constant stressful um, states without resolving it and dealing with the stress, that changes actually the chemical makeup of your body. And that's where we get into anxiety. I want to say this. These are some common signs and symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder. And I think Chris hit on a few of them, but we're going to, I'm just going to go ahead and run down the list. Feeling nervous or irritable or on edge. People with generalized anxiety disorder often feel on edge. Having a sense of impending danger. I like your analogy about the tiger. Uh, having an increased heart rate, which is another physiological symptom. Rapid breathing, sweating, trembling, uh, feeling weak or tired, difficulty concentrating, having trouble uh, falling asleep. And these are a lot of symptoms that Chris and I both see probably in the teen students that we work with, as well as I see them with individuals in private practice. Some of the symptoms of having a generalized anxiety disorder. Chris, what I wanna ask you is how does stress look different now that we're in a pandemic than before we were in the pandemic? Mm -hmm. um, so, it doesn't it's not really different. Okay. That's what the amazing thing is that it's still how we are responding to the world around us. So we can respond in ways that increase our stress, increase our anxiety, or we can respond in ways that we keep ourselves mentally healthy and grounded so that seems strange and i've said that to people and they're like no it's way different now well the situation we're responding to is way different stress looks different now than before the pandemic and so you were kind of saying that it doesn't you, you were saying that it doesn't look much different but chris can you give a couple examples of of, of things that people are thinking about maybe now that they weren't considering before mm -hmm. sure um, I'll give a real personal example so um, I went to the grocery store just recently and um, you know I was following all the the current recommendations I had a cloth mask on distancing myself from people um, I went at a time that wasn't super crowded um, you know, <clears throat> had my list all ready to go, you know, very purposeful, get in, get out. And I found myself being scared of people, like being very weary just of them being around. I've never felt that before. 
but it was just unnerving to me. I've never felt that way before. I've never felt like just being in a crowd of people that that would bring me danger. And that's what stress and anxiety are. They're fear. And I was having a fear response. By like, I was like, I felt claustrophobic. I had this mask on. My breathing was like really rapid. And um, I was losing track of what I was looking for in the store. And I had to calm down. <laughs> so I had to actively tell myself that I was not in imminent danger. Now, is there things to fear in the world right now? Absolutely. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, but so yeah, there's an example. Awesome. That was a great example because I feel like many of us are feeling anxious about being in grocery stores or if we have a a health issue, whether or not we can see our physician, um, meeting or going around family members or elderly family members at this time. I personally have a new grandson and I can't um, visit him yet. So it doesn't make me feel anxious. It just makes me feel highly uncomfortable. You know, mm -hmm. I really want to go and love on him and give him a hug and kiss and pick him up and, you know, stuff like that. So yes, there are lots of different um, situations going on, both that are real and imagined right now. Because like Chris said, we don't know where danger is coming from. So when you're having that feeling of being stressed out and anxious, that's actually pretty normal right now. And yeah. so that's the part of uh, breaking the stigma and making it okay to go talk to a therapist or a confidant um, during these times, that is something that you should focus on and actually do. Chris, we talk a lot about um, self-care in our profession. Can you give the audience some examples of what self-care looks like? Um, sure, absolutely. I think the, the number one thing is to acknowledge what you're feeling. That that if you're scared, you're scared. If you feel like you said uncomfortable, you feel uncomfortable. Um, a feeling that I've had a lot lately, and I think it's pretty common, is being sad. You know, so acknowledge those feelings. Like, <laughs> that they're real, and you can't sweep them aside. So I think one is giving yourself permission to feel these things. And and in the same sense, also remembering that you probably are feeling love at this time and gratitude, um, happiness sometimes too. So I think one, definitely give yourself permission to feel everything, you know, and, and recognize that. Um, then there's just like the getting enough sleep, drinking water making sure that you're eating as nutritiously as you possibly can. We forget to sometimes to take care of our body. Um, and it's super easy to fall into those comfort things, 
eating too many Oreos. Maybe that second, third glass of wine, things like that. So just nourishing your physical self also. Um, one of my favorites, and I think it's super important, is get outside. Take a walk. Um, there is a lot of research supporting that being out in nature is, is calming to us, to humans. We are connected to this world, to the outside environment, to nature, and we sometimes forget that. So get outside. Be with some nature. Walking is great. So is running and cycling. Um, again, I'm showing my little nerdy self, but the repetitive motion, that repetitive motion of, of walking, cycling, running has um, almost a meditative effect on, on our body. You know, unlike something like, say, uh, weightlifting, which is great. Um, you know, or a dance class or something like that. Those are great too. And I was like, absolutely exercise for sure. Um, I started to talk a little bit about meditation. Huge. Mindfulness, particularly that type of, of um, meditation. Um, learning to ground ourselves, to be in the moment, to appreciate the moment, and to be really aware of our mind-body connection is super helpful in keeping us um, calm. <laughs> so I think those are my tops. Oh, being with people you love, reaching Thank out you. to people. Thank you. I was going to say social connection. Yes. Right yes. now, we have a unique opportunity and more time to to get in contact with friends, to call family members, to FaceTime, mm -hmm. to use yeah. these lovely applications of digital technology like Zoom to see our friends in person and our loved ones. So do all of these things that Chris mentioned, along with some of the suggestions that I just made in order to stay connected, to feel calm, to release your anxiety. Now, Chris and I love to talk about mindfulness while we're at school. And because mindfulness is a practice of meditation and just like she said, being still in a moment to help release your anxiety. So to close us out, I'm actually going to ask Chris to do a mindful activity <laughs> with us okay. right now. Okay. All right. Um, so as Connie said, there's a lot of different activities that you can do as part of um, a mindfulness practice. Uh, one that kind of popped into my head right now that I like to use, um, particularly with um, people that are in a moment of, of active anxiety, I'll call it, increased heart rate, a really stressful situation, just you know, like kind of freaking out like a little bit. So. Uh, we're going to take a little journey. So get in a comfortable position. If you're comfortable, close your eyes. And be aware of yourself right now. Your heart may be racing. You're scared. You're worried. It's a tense moment. And you feel that. 
But then a sound kind of catches your attention. And you turn and you see a door kind of opening. So you get up and you walk through that door. And it's dim. You're like in a hallway. And there's another door down the hallway a bit. And you notice how quiet it is. As you reach that next door, you open it. And there's bright sunlight that's kind of filtered through trees. And it's warm. You feel that warmth on your skin. You walk out the door. You hear some birds. And there's just a slight little breeze. Just enough to keep you at perfect temperature. You start to walk down a path. And you hear water. The lapping of waves. You walk down the path over a little ridge. And in front of you is a beautiful beach. Beautiful sand. And you take your shoes off, walk through the sand, and you can feel the little grains in between your toes and how warm it is. But as you dig down in the sand and get closer to the water, the sand gets cooler and damp. You get down to the waves, and you walk in just a little bit, and the water moves around your feet and you can smell the salt in the air. Hear the birds. And you feel yourself just feeling calm. Your breathing is easy. You breathe in deep. And you just feel that water around your feet and your ankles. And go back a little bit and sit down in the warm sand and watch those waves. And you feel at peace. If you smell the salt air, and you hear birds and the waves, and you take a deep breath. And you stand up. And you turn around. And you head back down the path. Again, you're connected to your breath. Feel that sand, feel that warmth. Your mind is calm, your heart is calm. And you walk back through the door, back to where you were. And you sit down and you're calm and you're here and you're ready to face what you need to face, knowing that you can always go back to that beach, even for a moment, to that place where for a moment you are calm, you are safe, you are connected. Now open your eyes. How do you feel? <laughs> Awesome. 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 Thank you, everyone, for listening to Empowering Connections.
please remember to stay safe while we're in the shelter in place. Please remember to be mindful and remember that stress does not have to become chronic stress, nor do you have to face your stress and anxious feelings alone. Thank you very much. The Empowering Connections podcast is not intended to replace the need for a professional counseling relationship. This podcast does not constitute professional advice or counseling services. As always, if you need mental health services, please seek a qualified mental health provider. You can find Connie Aikens on the websites Psychology Today and Therapy for Black Girls. If you have an iTunes or Spotify account, please subscribe, share, and continue to listen. Feel free to check out Connie Aiken's website at www.empoweringserenity.net and follow Connie on Instagram at Empowering Serenity. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. We appreciate you listening to the Empowering Connections podcast and providing feedback. Stay positive.